Welcome to the podcast. I'm Lottie Walker and together with the Exchange Theatre in Twickenham, I've curated a short series of one-woman shows to celebrate International Women's Day and Women's History Month. One Woman Wednesdays runs every Wednesday in March this year and we'll be introducing you to historical, mythical and personal heroines of our wonderful performers, all of whom I'm going to be chatting to in a podcast episode. So enjoy the podcast and do come along to Twickenham to see us. If you can't get to Twickenham, then all of the shows are touring, so try and catch them somewhere else in the country. Today in our Zoom room, I'm very happy to welcome the wonderful Paula David, who is the writer and also performer of Blood, Sweat and Vaginas, that is going to close our Festival of Women's Theatre on Woman Wednesdays. So welcome, Paula. Thank you. Lovely to be here. It's a great title for a play. It's a really good hook. So tell me about how, how it all came about. The idea for the play came about because... I was experiencing perimenopause and it was a bit of a shock to the system because I didn't actually know that that's what it was. I mean, I'd never heard of perimenopause. I'd never even heard the word. So I had no idea. And it was a journey to find out what was what was going on, because it can be very confusing when you don't know what's happening to your body. And then I thought I wanted to kind of have a look out there to see what was there because like from a performance point of view and from a writing point of view I think it really helps me because of the person I am to be able to go and see something or read something I, I performed in a, in a stage production of the vagina monologues and I kind of felt you know as part of my journey to find out about perimenopause and menopause I felt that I couldn't see myself there were there were parts of me but I felt like oh I'm not represented <laughs> so um so I thought well you know that's my job isn't it I should just I should just write something what what I did really was just kind of embark on a journey of research and I talked to lots of women that were perimenopause and menopausal and postmenopausal and talked about their journey and their experiences and women love to talk about sex really <laughs> particularly to other women so there was a lot of talk about anything to do with the vagina um <laughs> which was brilliant actually it was enlightening and I, I kind of felt like I'd found like a like a support group you, you're speaking to all these women and they've all having this similar experiences and you don't feel so sort of isolated anymore and some of the symptoms that I were having, I didn't associate with perimenopause, sort of like the palpitations, the sort of anxiety and the mood swings, because normally it's the sweating, which I had. Sweating is huge, which is quite a common symptom, having a hot flush. But there are lots of other things, like things that can happen with your skin and, you know, blurred vision and all sorts of things that I didn't associate with uh, perimenopause. So that can be quite confusing and, and quite scary because, you you know, when you just don't know what's happening to you. So it was lovely to kind of meet other women who were experiencing it and it kind of normalised it. I kind of felt like it just feels a bit sort of, feels like you know, you're so different and isolated and this isn't happening to anyone else because I've not speak, spoken to anyone else. So it's just me, but obviously it's not. So I generally write things that are never going to be seen. I write to get my emotions out. I write in response to seeing something. I just like to write. That's my way of expressing myself or one of the ways. So 
I started to write little bits and pieces and it wasn't until I thought, oh, this could be something. And then, then that was the beginning. So it really started with a little bit of poetry and then kind of developed from there. So is it semi-autobiographical? There's definitely me in there. But I do think even if you're going to write your own story, you need parts of it to be reflected back to you. I, I know my version. What does it look like to you? And um, to get a fuller view of it, what was your experience of it? And then, oh, okay, that makes sense, actually, because this is how I was feeling. And maybe that's the same thing. So hearing other people, their stories, and kind of having it juxtaposed with mine helps to write it. So it almost as if it, it kind of becomes not really yours anymore past a certain point, because you're writing it for everyone that's experiencing that or everyone that you've spoken to that's experiencing it. So there are lots of things that you draw in and experiences that you draw in that might not necessarily be personally yours, but they fill the piece with the kind of authenticity that you need. You said it started with a bit of poetry. So I know there's music in the show, isn't there? There is, um, yes. I, I hear whispers that it's got some dance and and all sorts in it it's a really eclectic piece so tell me about the structure of the piece so I started off as a a singer songwriter and and a poet so it's it's just kind of instinctive to sing at some point so I'll be looking at a, a section of it and then it'll feel like I need to sing that so so basically it's kind of an, an internal monologue and I feel like my own personal internal monologue is songs or it'll be a poem. So there's a kind of a mixture of of how it will develop from my point of view as, as an artist. So I think it'd be really difficult for me to write anything without any music in it. Did you write the music? Yes. Some of the songs I've co-written and I've just kind of used the lyrics and then created a kind of vocal and percussion version. So it's percussive with vocals over the top. I do really like the idea of no instruments and just voice. I feel like the voice is such a beautiful instrument that you can create the chords, you can have percussive vocal in there, and then you can have the melody over the top. If you've got music, then you're going to have movement. I would not call it full-on dance. <laughs> I would call it movement. I think sort of rhythm and melody and movement go hand in hand. I mean, I really enjoy the movement of the body. I think it's it's a wonderful expression. It's there to enhance what you have. So why not? And the actual tone of the play, is it terribly angsty or is it funny? I think it's quite funny because I feel personally that, you know, if you don't laugh, you'll cry type thing. <laughs> so, and I think humour helps you to handle difficult moments. There were some parts of it that were unexpectedly funny. And when the audience laughed, I was a bit sort of oh, taken aback. And then when I looked at it, I thought, oh, yeah, yeah, I see, where, I see where you're coming from. And then I just thought, lean into that. Especially at the very beginning, I was performing that to an all-female audience because I performed it as poetry and song in the beginning on the poetry circuit. And because of the content, I went to women's poetry evenings. And it was it was almost like sitting in a room with your friends and just laughing about things. And, and it made me see that actually it's funny. 
It is funny. We were all laughing together and it felt good to 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 do that. And actually, once I leaned into it, I realised how funny these things are. And the piece has obviously evolved into what it is now. So was there sort of a, a formal process? Did you actually intend for that to happen? No, not really. It's got some pieces that were there at the beginning, but it is quite different now. It has moved on quite a lot. But there was no intention behind that that movement until much later on. So every time you read it, every time you perform it, even when you're just kind of considering it and thinking about it, other things come and you realise, oh, actually, if I added that, that makes much more sense. Oh, people will understand exactly what I mean if I do it in this way. And, you know, so it's very difficult to, once you start writing something, to stop writing. Oh dear. <laughs> so do you think you you might have hit it now and that it's the way it is and you're moving on to the next thing or has it got another life? It is pretty much there. It's a good solid piece and I think I have had a, a designer come in to help me as kind of looked at costume and sort of the set that's made a huge difference because that's not something that I personally think about. So there's another dimension with the costume and the set. And then Shola, who's my wonderful director, has really helped me develop more and enrich. That's really moved the piece on. Is it still touring around? Yes, I'm still performing it. And I'm hoping to be performing it for a while. I mean, the point of writing is to tell stories and to share them. So... The idea is really to kind of share with as many people as I possibly can. And actually, the most enjoyable thing, apart from physically performing, because that's wonderful, but actually hearing from the audience when they come and tell you what bits moved them, what bits they could relate to, and kind of just discussing the whole subject, it's inspiring. That's what it is. So going out and sharing the story is all part of the process of writing something. It would be a, a, a sad missing piece if I wasn't performing it. Oh, I'm so looking forward to seeing it. So thank you so much for having a little chat with me about it today. You're very welcome. I look forward to seeing the film in its entirety Wednesday the 29th of March at the Exchange. Thank you so much. It's been lovely to talk to you. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to find out more about our guests and the shows, then do check out the show notes. There's also information there about us and how you can follow us on social media, stay in touch with us and support us going forward. We really do appreciate all your help and support and look forward to being in touch with you again soon.